This is James from the Gym Polycast. On this episode, I'll talk about the 48 Venezuelan migrants who were lured away by Florida officials uh, and then sent to Martha's Vineyard. Now, the uh, the more details that come to light uh, in this particular story, the more tragic it becomes. And this was already sad to start with. Uh, both uh, DeSantis and Abbott have been um, using these migrants as uh, political tools. Um, Abbott more so than DeSantis. But uh, Abbott, you know, he's been doing this for a while. Uh, He even sent them to uh, Vice President Kamala Harris's house. Um, It's apparently not as bad when he does it, or we're just like, I guess it's normal. I can say that when Abbott does it, apparently he doesn't use pamphlets like the Florida officials did. Now, these Florida officials, they came to Texas. They used uh, official pamphlets that outlined all these programs that were at Martha's Vineyard for jobs and and, uh, housing and all this other stuff. Um, And then when they were actually flown to Martha's Vineyard, nothing happened. There was nothing there. Nobody was prepared for them. And all of these details are starting to come to light because of a lawsuit um, that is being filed against Governor DeSantis. And, you know, this is this grandstanding that these two governors have been doing, you know, saying that these illegal immigrants don't have any rights here. And if uh, if we're we're going to be forced to take them on, we're going to send them to places where, you know, you guys want them, you can take them. Um, It's kind of like this, you know you're putting this burden on us, so we're actually going to put it back on you. And that's not really what's happening. Here's the thing. The the migrants are coming here. They're legal. This is a legal process. They're not illegal immigrants. Okay? It's important to note that there are no illegal immigrants being shipped around by these governors. These are migrants. This is a legal process. They're not illegal immigrants. They've applied for migrant status. Um, they are waiting for their time in court. Um, they're, you know, being represented. This is a whole process. This isn't like they're just coming through the border and, and going to work and all this other stuff. They are coming here for shelter. They are trying to escape their countries because what's happening is a takeover by these narco drug cartels. Um, and in Venezuela, there's also tons of economic woe Um, due to um, Nicolas Maduro and the craziness that's going on there. The the right likes to use Venezuela as this anti-socialist thing to to talk, you know, to to talk down about um, tuition for universities and universal health care, that sort of stuff. Um, You know, but realistically, before Maduro, um, the country wasn't that bad. Um, They they had a a good health care system. There really wasn't that many problems. Nicolas Maduro was kind of running that place into the ground. Um, and then, you know, they're also fighting off into the drug cartels in that northern South America, Central American region. And they're, the, these cartels are getting incredibly powerful. Um, you know, they, they rely on, on cannabis, human trafficking, um, meth, cocaine, and, uh, and all these, these sales in the U.S. And... You know, one of the big moneymakers is meth. And I've outlined how um, the the migrant issue is actually caused by 
um, the U.S. policy on drugs. Now, the overall point here, um, you know, isn't necessarily to talk about the geopolitics right now, but it's really to go over the, the kind of tragedy that's happening and where these people are coming from uh, and why they're here. A lot of this is our fault. You know, we could be better uh, about our war on drugs. We could actually rehabilitate people. We could lower the amount of usage, lower the demand. We could legalize cannabis. We could take billions in revenue, billions in revenue from these narco drug cartels. The other thing we can do is we can get harsh with China and tell them to stop uh, selling the uh, raw materials to make meth to these cartels to fuel these super meth labs. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that can be done to, to prevent these migrants from coming here, to give um, the governments and law enforcement within these countries a chance to crack down on these cartels to make people feel safe within their borders again. You know, this is something that we could be doing as opposed to shipping them to places that don't need them there. They're not prepared for them. These migrants don't need to be there as well as these places don't need them there. You know, Martha's Vineyard, they responded great, but they weren't prepared for this. Um, these migrants need to be taken to facilities where they can be cared for, where people are prepared to facilitate them. They shouldn't be flown to places that have no idea they're coming. And moreover, they shouldn't be lied to. And that's what's worse. They're being lied to. It, it just blows my mind that someone would take pamphlets and mislead people at their most vulnerable to score political points. Look, you guys want you guys want us to take care of these illegals. It's on you guys. They're not illegal. And here's the other thing too: when these state governors talk about this, um, especially DeSantis, because I don't know how many migrants he's taken from Central and South America. That's mainly Texas. That's why the Florida officials had to come to Texas. Um, you know. These migrants are actually housed in federal facilities. So these governors that are all worried about these migrants, it, it's, not, it's not coming from state coffers. It's coming from federal dollars. So it's not even really on the state. So I, don't, I, I haven't quite figured out what's going on with that. Um, and and the, the other thing that I think is important to note here, again, is they're not illegal. Migrant status is a legal status. So the, the whole trope that the, the Biden administration is just open borders and letting these illegals in, it's not true. This is a legal process, okay? Applying for migrant status, becoming a migrant is a legal status. And it's important, okay? It's important for our country to truly be the beacon of freedom. If we're not helping people when they're at their most vulnerable, how can we claim to be the greatest country on earth? We need to be doing as much as we can to help as many people as possible, especially when we're the cause. We are the cause. It's our demand that fuels these narco drug cartels. Not just in drugs, but in sex trafficking. It is our demand. And if we're going to truly do something about the migrants that are coming here, it starts by legalizing cannabis 
and focusing on drug rehabilitation rather than locking people up in prisons and setting up the revolving door for drug usage. Okay, I don't want a, a, a meth addict in prison. I want them in rehab. You know, I, I don't want a crack addict in prison. I want them in rehab. And, and quality rehabilitation that focuses on getting these individuals back to healthy lives. And it takes time. It takes patience. It takes resources. But these people are always worth it. I was a meth addict. I know from firsthand experience a whole host of people who are worth it, who need rehab, not prison. And if we can focus on removing the demand, we can remove money and resources from these cartels and allow governments and law enforcement in these countries to get a foothold on stamping them down. And we can also get tough with China on providing the raw materials. The overall point, though, is what heartless DeSantis and heartless Abbott have been doing is not the right way to go. And by the way, defending these two knuckleheads with these quote-unquote ghost flights, those are unaccompanied minors being flown to facilities that are, they're, they're designed for them. That, that's where they're being sent to. They're not being sent to some random city that has no idea that they're coming. So even if, even if there are these secretive flights and whatnot, at least these unaccompanied minors aren't being lied to. They aren't being sent to places that aren't expecting them, that don't have the facilities to care for them. They're being sent to places that are designed to care for them. Are they being cared for in the greatest of manner? No, but it beats being sold into sex slavery. It beats being forced to work in these labs. Because I can tell you right now, the chemical process to make meth, to make cocaine, that's not healthy for you. It's not a good thing to have a bunch of people in there. But if you have tons of disposable people, like these cartels feel like they do by pretty much abducting them from places then you don't care about what they're exposed to. And that's just a portion of the tragedies that these people are subjected to at the hands of these narco-drug cartels. And we could be fixing this with comprehensive drug policy and doing something that, frankly, uh, the majority of Americans want, which is ending the war on drugs and figuring out an actual solution to our drug problem starts with one real easy step the federal government can take the biden administration and democrats can do and they can even coax some republicans onto their side legalize cannabis legalize cannabis it's not that hard it really isn't it's just a lobby of the the pharmaceutical industry private prisons and police unions meh legalize cannabis. It's a huge start. That that would take billions in revenue from the drug cartels. And then after people realize that there's not really a huge tragedy to legalizing cannabis, it's not going to lead to tons of kids using it. It's not going to lead to 
more DUIs and traffic accidents and all this other stuff because, as it turns out, Colorado's had legal cannabis uh, since 2014. You know, we're, we're going on like eight, nine years of legal cannabis in Colorado. There was no increase in, in car accidents or DUIs. There was no increase in, in teen usage. Um, so the, the whole scary notion isn't really there. And you can start by legalizing cannabis, and then you can start to say, now it's time to really tamper down the war on drugs. It's time to focus on rehabilitation. It's time to um, crack down on China, allowing these um, super meth labs to exist. Uh, and maybe, maybe we could actually stop these migrants from coming here at their source. These people don't want to come here. They really don't. Therefore, they want their country to be home again, to be safe. And all we have to do in this country is something we should have done 30 years ago. And it starts with one easy step. Real easy. Legalize cannabis. This is not going to work out well for the governors. I feel like Abbott is probably going to win no matter what because I'm based in Texas and I can tell you right now, I don't see a whole lot of Beto commercials, but I was watching um, football today and there, there was a, a Governor Abbott commercial. I've seen plenty of Abbott commercials. Um, maybe it's just because I don't necessarily watch the programs that he's that, that Beto's putting these on, but I see a lot of Abbott stuff. And I'm not necessarily convinced that Beto is going to beat Abbott. Uh, I'm not really sure what's going to happen to Ron. Um, you know, I hope that he gets criminally charged for what he and the Florida officials did to these migrants. At bare minimum, I hope that this lawsuit causes him so much embarrassment that he loses. Preying on these people, at bare minimum, he should. I mean, seriously, what was he thinking? You know, the, you, you can't lure people away with lies you know that somehow abbott is getting away with doing this um i'm not sure uh kind of i don't i don't understand why he's not getting sued um or why he's not dealing with those type of issues that that desantis is but um you know still I, i'm hoping that that ron comes out with some egg on his face and it makes it to where he loses his re-election bid. As for Abbott, I want him to lose. I'm going to go out and vote Beto. Um, you know, but, you know, it, you're in Texas, and there's only so much you can expect. You know, Beto is doing the best he can, um, but I don't, I don't think he's going to pull the upset. Um, Abbott's ahead of him by, I think it was eight points. Um, and even plus or minus, that's still going to be hard to overcome. So I don't expect Abbott to stop. Um, hopefully Ron does. I'm hopeful that he learned and that these lawsuits teach him a lesson. And maybe this criminal investigation does, uh, does show something, um, and does kind of get Ron or at least the officials that actually went there to lure them away in some sort of trouble. Hopefully 
there's some justice for these individuals because again, they're leaving their country. They are at their most vulnerable and to have these knuckleheads use them for political patsies just makes me angry. And I hope Ron, um, I hope he goes to jail (laughs) or at least gets thrown out as governor. Something has to happen. Um, who knows? Probably not. Um, you know, at worst, it's probably just going to be um, a tough spot for him on his reelection. But I don't think he's going to get charged in a lot of the same way. I'm still not even sure Trump's going to. Um, and that is a whole nother episode again, because Donald Trump's been having fun with a special master telling him to uh, dial back on the crazy claims that the FBI planted the evidence. Um, and he can think uh, classified documents unclassified, which is a nifty little Jedi mind trick. It's no longer top secret. It's a figment of your imagination. And if you don't believe so, you're fired, you know, or whatever he does. Um, then that's not how that works. Anyways, that's a whole tangent. But uh, the, the, the GOP, I think um, these midterms, even though they've gerrymandered their way into um, winning some House seats, I don't think they win the Senate. I'm hopeful they don't win the House, and uh, hopefully these idiot governors um, help cost some Republican victories. Uh, That's all I have for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Jim Polycast. Be sure to like the Jim Polycast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and be sure to visit thejimpolycast.com. Again, thanks for listening, and have a good night.